Welcome to Impact Insights, the podcast series of Astero Investment Managers. The use of motorized transport has become a familiar feature of everyday life. Many of us regularly use a car, train or bus for traveling to school or college, to work or meet with friends and family. Typically, most of us in Europe travel less than about 25 kilometers a day for much of the year, but we take longer trips at least once a year for holidays. This is made possible by the widespread availability of fossil fuels. Consequently, the use of fossil fuels for transport is now responsible for almost a quarter of all greenhouse gases emitted in the European Union, and thus is a significant contributor to global warming. The decarbonization of transport is a challenge, but it is also an opportunity for industries and businesses to develop and produce new products and services. Luca Manera, investment manager at Asteria, explains whether a fully decarbonized transportation is feasible, and if so, by when. So before we're able to address the question, how to decarbonize the transportation sector and if it's feasible, uh, what we really need to understand first is how much does the transportation sector contribute to global carbon emissions. And when we look at the International Energy Agency's net zero report, uh, we see that the transportation sector overall accounts for more than 20% of total emissions, that is seven gigatons of carbon dioxide um, compared to 34 globally. So a pretty important sector to decarbonize. The next question is, then how do we get to net zero in the transportation sector? Well, actually, when you look at the International Energy Agency's report, the transportation sector will be one of the hardest sectors to decarbonize. As a matter of fact, in their scenario analysis, it's one of those factor, sectors which will continue to have some form of emissions. But we will discuss this and understand why. First and foremost, what is interesting about the transportation um, sector and the decarbonization strategy and path is that we have short-term, medium-term, and longer-term targets. And this is very dependent on technologies as well as the form of transportation. For example, in the short term, that is, let's say by 2035, light vehicles such as cars, vans, and motorcycles will need to really um, trend towards something more green and fully electric. That is our short-term target, and let's say our priority right now overall is to really promote the decarbonization and the electrification of light vehicles. What this means, for example, is that by 2035, no new vehicle will be will have a combustion engine, i.e. running on fossil fuels. From 2035, all new vehicles will have to be green or carbon neutral. And what is interesting here is also that the European Union just recently has pushed forward this and um, this proposal to be ratified by EU Parliament. So definitely a tangible short-term um, milestone for light vehicles to help tr transition the transportation sector. And then what else do we need to tackle? We need to tackle medium-term and heavy trucking and transportation, such as uh, trucks, lorries, and so on and so forth. And that is really going to be more something after 2035, let's say between 2040 and 2050, as well as aviation and shipping. These are far more hard to decarbonize as they are long 
uh, whole transports and require the development of technologies such as sustainable fuels or green hydrogen. Overall, what is very um, challenging here for the transportation sector is the fact that we need to um, split this decarbonization process between short-term, medium-term, and long-term targets. However, it is credible and it is feasible if we all uh, work together on this. For example, we can take small steps, uh, each, each of us, every day. For example, walking more, cycling, or taking public transportation, as well as preferring rail, in respect to uh, your private transport. But also some more interesting kind of uh, key facts like increasing the temperature in your car when you're using air conditioning instead of your 20 degrees, just increase it a little by a few centigrades and you'll also be able to reduce carbon emissions. As well as maybe a little bit more controversial, but driving more slowly on the highway will also help uh, a little bit to save some carbon emissions. So overall, what it needs to take to decarbonize transportation, it requires all of us to make a small effort, um, but also we will also need to be able to further boost development of technologies that will help to decarbonize the aviation, shipping, and long-haul transportation sectors. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to contact us if you have suggestions for further questions. If you enjoyed this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating or a review. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.